All right, welcome in. For those of you joining us from The Rock Show, Wrestling with Derek here. We are with Thunder Rosa. We're back. We're talking about all kinds of things. It's a, it was a little bit scattered uh, during The Rock Show portion of this because I wanted to try and get a little bit in uh, from every kind of angle uh, to kind of get people over here to the broadcast. But uh, welcome. Uh, welcome back, I guess. Thank you for staying around for this uh, PAB edition of the show. <laughs> no problem, man. I'm just, you know waiting because i haven't eaten anything since i woke up at 8 30 because i woke up and then i do uh my exercises with my empty stomach my first part of the exercises yeah. and usually i always have so much to do in the morning that uh i forget to eat so i have brunch so my my stomach is like i'm ready for brunch <laughs> stomach <laughs> Right on, right on. Well, I will uh, I will try to make it quick out of here, but uh, as as we were talking about things, I want to kind of take it back from the, the start of the Rock Show segment. You were talking about when you got started. You got started out in California. You're in San Antonio now, if I'm, if I'm correct. Uh, I see you posting a lot with Joe Galley on the, on the Instagram there. Uh, but uh, talk about that from, I'm, I'm like, from starting out there and kind of moving toward, I guess, the, I don't know, middle, bottom part of the country, I guess. Well, you know, when I started in Cali, like, um, I always wanted to make a living out of wrestling, you know, and um, it was really hard because when you start, you either don't get paid or you get like a $20, yeah. you know, payout. I mean, let's be real. People, it still happens now. Um, and um, and I just started noticing that, you know, like the more that you invest in yourself, the more you need to get out of it. So my husband and I were always very smart about that. And um a lot of things happened in my career really fast because that was how it was supposed to happen. You yeah. know, it was, that was in my destiny to happen that way. And no matter how much people hated about it, the fact that I was being successful, the fact that, you know, I, I guess I didn't deserve what I was getting, but I was showing every time that no matter how many times they were throwing me in the fi- on the fire, that I was going to succeed. And that's what I did. You know, the first, not even 10 matches in, I went to Japan to stardom. I got all messed up out there, like physically, you know, when that didn't stop me, I came back, I came back stronger, I came back to America, and then my husband and I was like, okay, we need to reconsider all this, what are we going to do, you know what, we're going to start traveling, let's invest even more, you mm-hmm. know, so we started traveling to Southern California, you know, asking for opportunities and stuff like that, you know, then many times I was just like passing out flyers, just like hustling, you know, selling tickets because I want people to see see me as a wrestler, see me that I can like draw people, see me that I have value in this business, so I will just go... Sometimes I'll just go on the weekends, and I had a full-time job. I'll go on the weekends to L.A. just pass out flyers for shows that were, like, were going to happen, like, two months, you know, because I wanted people to come and see me. Yeah. You know, I wanted people to see me, like, you know what, you should invest in me. But, you know, it didn't happen that way. Like, it, it, like I said, people always have who they want and what they want to see in their promotion. No matter sometimes, no matter how much work do you do, no matter how many, like, uh, dues you pay, you still never get booked for the promotion you want to work. You know, so, mm-hmm. um, so I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go where people are going to appreciate my work. And that's what I started doing. You know, I went to Mexico on my own, you know, and I saw like, okay, who, uh, who wanted to work with me? So I, you know, I made some connections when I was in Japan and I got a couple of, uh, bookings and, you know, some of these bookings, they paid me, I'm not lying, $10, a torta and a soda. That's how, what I got paid. And this is at the same time that I got signed with Bucha Underground. Yeah. So I was like wrestling in Mexico, flew to like LA. I'm like in a five star hotel with all this like super mega stars working in a, a you know Hollywood production show. Then I go back to Mexico, sleeping on a really hard floor, you know, trying to get you know booked somewhere, you know, because I wanted to see people that I was talented. 
you know? So that yeah. was like, like literally that's what happened my whole, like for the first three years, I will be in the weekends working for Luchana around staying in the Hilton in downtown LA, you know, getting catered and like money for, for, for your food or whatever, or your, uh, the per diem. And then the next weekend I'll be sleeping on my auntie's house on the floor because right. I want to get that booking, you know? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that gets me humble the whole entire time. And there was a point in where I was living in California that was like three years ago. And I'm going to tell my husband, Hey man, I'm not getting booked in Cali, man. Like, I don't know what the hell we're doing here. It's super expensive. We were living in the Nokland. I mean, we're living in the Bay area where it is one of the most expensive uh, yeah. places to live in the country. He had a job. I was just working as a professional wrestler at this time because, you know, again, we saw the, that I had to focus on professional wrestling if I wanted to make it because I'm not as young as a lot of the girls are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I left my social work job, you know, benefits, you know, retirement, everything to live up this dream. And he was working full time, you know, and, and he had a, a, a decent job at that time. And then once I started noticing that most of my bookings were in Texas and I was getting paid my rate in Texas, I was like, hey, bro, what the hell are we doing here? Let's, just <laughs> Let's go, go to right? Texas. <laughs> yeah. And then we, this is when we brought Sabotage Wrestling. And I was like, there is no female wrestling here or intergender wrestling for that sort. You know, I think we, we have a really good market here. I mean, it's going to take money and, and a lot of sacrifice, but we can do it. So we did, man. Uh, we had Sabotage Wrestling, the first intergender, whole, all intergender show in the state of Texas two years ago, where Mia Khalifa was part of it. And it was amazing. Like, we had so much coverage on it. Like, it's still one of my favorite shows that we worked on, and that we, uh, we, we uh, had so much fun working on it with all the fans and, and with all the, the talent. And then... Right after that, I was like, all right, man, I think it's time for us to move here. And then, um, well, and then, no, actually, we were living here. So we moved here, and that's how I ended up in San Antonio. Like, well, I was living like an hour away from here with a friend, and, and somebody, like, he let us stay in, in one room. It was a tiny little room. And uh, we, like, literally packed everything in a van, and my Prius, whatever it fit, and yeah. we left California. He left his job, you know. And we just had savings, and that's how we've been doing it, man. And, um, you know, and then things got really good, thanks, thankfully. Uh, we got an apartment for ourselves, and, you know, and I was just like, all right, man. And then we've been, I guess I've been living off professional wrestling for, I don't know, it's going to be like four years now. Well, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get the wording wrong, so I'm just going to paraphrase you here because. When I'm hearing you talk about this, it, it makes me think of, uh, I believe, an Instagram post I saw right after you debuted on Power, uh, maybe a couple of weeks after you debuted, where you were talking about yeah. how you were uh, you were so, I don't know, thankful, I guess. Maybe that's a, an understatement, but you were thankful that NWA wanted Thunder Rosa. They didn't want any other gimmick, any other anything. They wanted Thunder Rosa. I mean, that has to feel good coming from doing all that to now. Absolutely, man. I mean, just imagine uh, the fact that for all this time, I've been like going against the, the the current, you know, like trying to evolve and like create these characters that are not mine and trying to get them over, you know, yeah. again, to be more marketable. Because again, I am a performer at the end of the day. And if it's going to pay my bills, if you want me to put a freaking mask on, I'm going to put a mask on. <laughs> if you want me to change certain things, I'm yeah. going to do it. You know yeah. why? Because again, it, it, I'm living a dream. Like I, I can't, I cannot tell you like so many people will 
wish to have worked with like Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, mm-hmm. uh, the Guerreros, you know, uh, have worked with like so many people that are now that were in NWA, like MVP. Like I met Alberto the Real through like all that stuff, you know, it's just like all these legends of the ring, you know, and, um, and, and being in, in, in so young in the business. You know, and you can't you can't describe that. It's 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 amazing, like having to like work in a Hollywood like production. Yeah, you know, it's it's not you can't not everybody can say that. You know, and um, and realizing that there is more out of like that wrestling that is just not in the ring that you can learn that can help you in any in any other uh, thing that you want to do in life. You know, I think um, I just got sidetracked. I don't even know why I'm saying this. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I then, get it, though. Again, I get exactly what you're saying. Know, responding to your question, when Lagana saw me in ROH, I'm telling you, everything happened for a reason. All my, my career has gone the way that has gone because it was supposed to be that way. You know, yeah. yes, I was frustrated because I was being put in hoods all the time because I was given other characters that wasn't mine. But, you know, when Lagana met me, he knew that Thunder Rosa was going to be over, you know, quote unquote, that mm-hmm. my character alone was going to be enough for people to talk about either that they're going to say that I suck or that they're going to be like mesmerized by the charisma, by the mm-hmm. presence and by what I bring to the ring, you know, and that when I saw my picture on the, um, into the power, uh, in- intro, I like literally started crying. <laughs> it was my husband and I were like holding each other and it was like, fucking finally yeah like damn like it took us six years you know man like this is incredibly crazy and i call i call adana and i was just crying i'm like thank you so much for this you know blah blah blah, blah. and he was just like oh my god you're always crying and then i i called <laughs> billy i was like billy like i sent him a message i was like billy like you have no idea how thankful i am for you your family and all the sacrifice that you're doing to make nwa work because Without them too, like this wouldn't work. I mean, they work their ass off. Like Billy Corgan is so dedicated and yeah. so in love with wrestling, and he has such a vision that not a lot of people, that people will be like, "Well, he doesn't know nothing about wrestling." No, he does know a lot about wrestling. You know he what? Knows I will, the history of wrestling. I you will. Know? I will admit this when when I first heard. I mean, this was long ago. I think this was before Impact. This was when he was working with, I believe, I don't know, Rev Pro or something out of Chicago, maybe? I I, I was reading a, a Pro Wrestling Illustrated talking about this, and I was like, Billy Corgan, no, he's not going to do good. Uh, no, I am. I was completely, totally wrong. He, Oh, my goodness. He's brought so much into it. Yes, he does, because, again, he knows about the history of wrestling. I got I sat down with him one time you know, on a personal level, and I started asking him the same question that you probably want to ask him. And he blew my mind. I mean, he knew more about history of wrestling in Chicago and, like, all that, you know, in the East Coast area that I ever knew, you know, and then that, that, like, really sparked my interest to, like, really learn, you know, the history of women's wrestling because a lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, like, we talk about this evolution, BS and whatever. This this stuff has been going on since like 1930s, man. Oh, like yeah. some of these women, they were banned from getting in the ring, you know, like in Mexico too. Like I've read some of the history in Mexico for decades. Women were not allowed to get on a ring, Mm-mm. not even on a carnival. Like they were not allowed at all. And these women had to fight to the teeth with men 
with society and with everything to be oh, yeah. able to for us to be here and for me to be talking to you like here. I couldn't so, imagine being um, Mildred Burke. I no. You just gotta be. You just gotta be a hustler, man. She was a hustler. <laughs> she was. She was a dog, man. She didn't take no for an answer, you know. And like, and and I like how she didn't give a shit about you know because people were like, oh my god, like that, you know, it's so violent and like uh-huh. that's so unladylike. And she was like, no, I'm a la- I'm not a lady in the ring, but I'm a lady outside of the ring. So she used her her femininity, her sexuality to show that you know you can have both, you know, yep. and um. That's one of the things that I, I appreciate about about that because a lot of um, um, some people will, will be like uh, in any sport even now uh, some of women will be criticized because they use that but I mean again you have to be smart you, sometimes you cannot live just solely on pro wrestling or on fighting I mean there's other things that the the system is is, is looking for you know. Now, speaking of fighting, you said pro wrestling or fighting. Like You said it earlier. You're also an MMA fighter. Um, I see a lot of people transitioning now, kind of crossing in between. Do you take anything from professional wrestling into MMA or back vice, vice versa? I mean, professional wrestlers uh, trained in how to fall, trained in how to do certain things to lessen impact. Does that help when you're in a real fight? Uh, I mean, well, if you take a if you take a good tackle or you take a good takedown, you know you you don't you know yeah. pick up your chin and actually get winded, you know. So it's not as you know as impactful. But I mean, it's being punched in the face and being kicked <laughs> and and you know it's not you know something that we do all the time. Unless yeah. you like wrestle in Japan with like Noki or like you know some of like the hardcore like. Japanese people. I mean, my one of my senpai. She. That's when I knew that you know, shoot kicks really hurt and they hurt for days. Mm-hmm. And I remember being kicked for this when um, they were uh, kind of like doing my introduction to MMA. I was like, oh shit, it's gonna hurt a lot. You know, it's gonna be a lot of pain. It's gonna, it's gonna be. This is not wrestling. You know. You know. So I was like, okay. So I think it was like. Wrestling helped me withstand a lot of the pain and helped me be a little bit more um, uh, tough in certain aspects because I've seen, like, some people come and they're like, oh, I want to fight, I want to do this, blah, blah, blah. And then when they do the shark tank, but, like, everybody, pretty much everybody jumps you just to see how, yeah. if you have conditioning, if you have resistance, if you, uh, you know, yeah. they did the same thing in wrestling, right? You know, the hell week, we do the same thing. We just want to see if you have the heart and if, if you're going to keep coming back. So I remember being there and being like, oh, my God, what what the hell I got myself into? But I was like, I'm not going to quit, you know. Mm-hmm. If I cry, I cry. I just, you know, clean my tears and come back the next day all beat up and whatever. But, um, I mean, I will say that and, like, just feel uncomfortable with crowds. I, I, I feel like a lot, of, a lot of the fighters, they feel very uncomfortable with crowds or, like, uh, cutting promos or doing interviews. Like, all the other stuff that I'm not fighting, a lot of people are very uncomfortable with. I'm not because again, I've been doing it for six years and I've been doing it for a living, you know? So I feel like some of the most successful fighters are getting paid millions of dollars. Like, I mean, they draw people because they run their mouth because they put up a show before the match, you know, or the fight. So, um, I think that's one of the reasons why they were so drawn, like with, with Ronda Rousey, you know, she runs her mouth all the time. Well, I mean, uh, of course, I mean, by the time we're recording this now, I don't know when people are listening to it. 
at the time we're recording this now, she's kind of making her foray back into WWE, saying some things about professional wrestling. I believe it's kind of a shoot work thing going on right now, but she's using that kind of real life aspect in it. I mean, that's something that I think is missing a little bit, uh, or maybe in certain areas, certain companies, I should say, often overused. You got any thoughts on that? I mean, I mean, to tell you the truth, like, there's a couple of fans that asked me, do you think this is a shoot or this will work? I was like, I think that, I mean, like you said, shoot work kind of thing. Yeah. Because they've been talking about bringing evolution again for the second time. I mean, why why didn't they bring it this year? Well, <laughs> regardless of the coronavirus happened. But, yeah. uh, you know, why didn't they? Ronda wasn't wrestling. Mm-hmm. Ronda was like a big, big. I, I I might get a lot of like swag about it, but I mean it's true. Like she draws. You mm-hmm. like her or you don't like her, she draws. You come yeah. to boo her. You come to talk shit to her. You know. Uh-huh. So I feel like they want to do that again. They want to feel a a a a a, um, a big venue again. I mean. Women's wrestling is hot. I mean, I don't understand oh, yeah. why they didn't keep, you know, doing it year year after year. I mean, why are they waiting so long? There's so many women on the roster right now that are very, very talented. Oh, my goodness, you yes. Know? Oh, my goodness. And, like, why are you guys not doing that? I mean, what happened to the women's evolution that you guys have been talking about, you know? So, yes, I feel like mutually they're using each other for, you know, money, for, you know... Um, just to be present on social media, just like, you know, because controversy is money. You like it. So, um, you know, it's, 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 I mean, it's, it's sad, but whatever, you know, whatever brings controversy and whatever brings money, people are going to do. So, you know, that's, that's on them. I mean, I, did you agree with me? Well, yeah, I mean, they're going to do it. I mean, even if she, even if she was, just a straight out shoot. There was no work to it. WWE's smart enough to take advantage of it and turn it into a work. You know, my thought on it. <laughs> They're going to take yeah, some money, I mean, make I, some money and, out and of and it. And I think a lot of and a lot of the girls on the roster they have been responding to what she's saying. Yeah, yeah. If she gets in the ring, like you know, they ask us to like make her look good because that's the only way she looks good. But if if she does something stupid, I will beat her ass. <laughs> There's a couple ones, and yeah, I'm like, whoa, like shit, like. I guess I guess it's like they want to like do like this kayfabe thing that kayfabe is not dead, you know? Yeah. And this yeah. is some real stuff. I mean, I I think, okay, now this is me getting into it. I know we're carrying this on a little bit too long, but I, from a fan's perspective, I can see where kayfabe is, 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 is needed at times. And then I can see where it's like, oh, well, I don't really care. I just want to see the match. So I can see both sides of it. I don't really know. I don't really have an answer on if it's, if if kayfabe's lost or if kayfabe's sorely needed, you know? Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, it's, you know, they're trying to make their money that way and they're going to do it. And the same thing with, like, a lot of the storylines, they're taking it really personal. Mm-hmm. Really? Very, very personal. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, what's his name? The RKO versus, versus Edge. Uh-huh. Like, they were saying some, like, very personal stuff, you know? So, yeah. because, again, they want to draw that emotion on people. And, like, and people are being drawn. Like, I've seen how many views, like, the interview with steve had. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, they are drawing interest right now because, one, people have absolutely nothing else to do because of our situation. And, two, people want to be entertained. And gossip, like, and, and this kind of stuff entertains people, you know, and keeps people interested in, in, in that. I mean, I agree with it, not so much, 
but I'm personally like not, I don't like to to be in like uh it, like make comments like that. I'm a, yeah. I try to keep it positive as much as possible because yeah. I re- you know I respect the business both because I've been in, I am in both now, um, and I know how you know wrestling is so taxing to your body you know and how many people have like you know cut their career short because like neck injuries back injuries, exactly knee injuries like all kinds of stuff and and the same with with fighting fighting is not a joke you know <laughs> you get knocked out you know and, and you know and what with one it. with one punch you know so it's, it's it's like i respect both both businesses because wrestling has you know provided for my family for a long time has allowed me to travel the world and has allowed me to see another life that I will never had, you know. And uh, and I understand for why so many people are so offended to what she's saying, because in a way, you know, it's like, okay, girl, we get it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll tell a personal embarrassing story here. I uh, I mean, I don't want to keep you too much longer. I know I've kept you too long anyway. But as as we're talking about this. Um, just to that, just to that effect, uh, I was at a show in Hayworth, Oklahoma, one time. Just a small independent fundraiser show. I was hanging out after the show, and I no one's around the ring and everything. And I've never been in a ring. I mean, even even to this day, uh, at, at this time, I might have been seventeen years old. I've seen tough enough. Yeah. I know what's going on. So I jump in there, and I'm like, I'm gonna take a bump in this ring. Man, that hurt. I was not expecting it. I didn't. I didn't plan for it. Hurt. It hurt. Yeah. I was just like, wow. Just imagine. Just imagine taking that like little bump, and then when you're like doing like some of the stuff that some of those girls are doing now, and yeah, I'm like, exactly. Holy Jesus, I haven't even taken a bump like that. That is you know? exactly. That is my point. I just fell in a ring, and it hurt. Imagine do. Oh my goodness. Anyway, yeah, I so. um. I don't know. I want to thank you so much for calling and just talking wrestling, just 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 hanging out with us here on the podcast. I want to let you go. I don't I don't want to take up too too much of your time. The rest no, of the day. No, I mean, if here. you have any if you have any more questions, I'm more than willing to answer them. I mean, like, again, well, yeah, we might have taken a little bit more on this one <laughs> because again, like so many feelings are you know involved exactly. in this, but it's like again, um, people love wrestling. People have loved wrestling for decades. Like there's been like their gateway to get away from reality, you know, and exactly, like, yes. And right now it's like a lot of people don't have that. A lot of my fans, like they, sometimes they text me and they're like, man, I, I miss wrestling so much. I miss it so much too. I just miss being in the ring performing, missing like coming out of the curtain and feeling the energy of the people. Oh. Um, you know, it's like being in the, in, um, before the shows in the middle of the shows and after the shows interacting with people, hugging the little kids, you know, talking to like people I haven't seen in months. Uh, you know, I, I, I miss that. I miss being in, in the way power and, and taping in Georgia. I mean, the, 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 the crew was amazing. They're all of wrestling. They have worked in like in wrestling shows for a long time. And, and seeing that we came back, they were, you should see their, their, their faces. Like I work with so many, um, uh, different crews. Yeah. The LU crew was amazing. The PAs, the uh, the camera crew, everybody was really cool. They love wrestling. They 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 were hardcore. They they popped for everything we did. You know, like they loved their characters. They hated characters. You know, um, and while the same thing, some of them were working in the LU. So I had a rapport with them, and it was amazing to work with them. And then I will go to uh, 
NWA, which is like old school wrestling, and a lot of like, this crew that used to work with like with old NWA because they're mm-hmm. still working for GBP. So I I miss like that camaraderie, you know, like hanging out after the shows with with some people or like you know. Um, well, just going to the show as a. Just yeah, yeah, man. That just sucks, you know. It's like <laughs> for everybody. For you know, we all waiting. We're just like literally. I was talking to a friend. I'm like, man, when this quarantine looks like it's over, people are gonna go insane. <laughs> for they're real. going out doing like stupid stuff that they're not supposed to, you know. And it's just like, for I, real. like I said, I was watching that match yesterday, and and I wanted to cry, like because I just <laughs> miss it so much. I don't miss the pain. I just miss. <laughs> <laughs> I just miss the smell of, you know, uh-huh. uh, of beer, of popcorn, you know. Well, see, um, I uh, I haven't got to go. I mean, the last show I went to was January because um, I broadcast sports a lot. So I would just, mm-hmm. I mean, just going and sitting in the stands would be awesome. I mean, I'm. I miss putting on a headset and broadcasting basketball. You know what I mean? It's just, I mean, just a whole lot of stuff, but. I mean, as I, I guess the, uh, I, I don't know, what is the uh, standard tagline? We're alone together. I mean, we've all, we're all experiencing kind of the same thing, I guess. Yeah. And man, I mean, I'm wrestling with my dog now. It's not the same. <laughs> but anyway, I will, uh, I will let you go. I will let you get, I mean, thank you so much for taking your time today. Um, yeah. Once again, Thunder Rose, you can catch your NWA power. Um, uh, I don't know if you're ever in Japan. Hey, she'll she'll be over there, Tokyo Joshi Pro International Princess Champion. Uh, I mean, anything else? No, just make sure you follow me on YouTube, uh, Thunder Rosa, and also visit my Thunder Rosa website. It's thunderosa.net. Right there, you can find absolutely everything from. Uh, you can Skype with me. You can ask for special uh, picture sets. Um, what else? I do cameos for you, for anybody that needs like, I don't know, a shout out to your friend, your girlfriend, you know, I don't know. You want to make your girlfriend jealous. Just tell me, Hey, I love your boyfriend. <laughs> and then make it jealous. Anything you need is there on my t-shirts. Everything is absolutely there. And also my, uh, social media is connected to my thunderosa.net. But if you just don't want to go there, you can go to, uh, thunderosa, um, at thunderosa22 for Instagram and Twitter. And uh, all my information for my TikTok is there. I'm doing a lot of challenges because uh, I'm bored. <laughs> so you will be entertained because I have nothing else to do but to entertain you while you're in quarantine. Uh, it's Thunderosa. Thank you so much. Wrestling with Derek.